0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Fitsoul.life. My name is Hersha Patel, and this is episode 67, When We Should Quit on Our Dreams. Thank you for listening, and let's get started. So a funny story of how I picked this book up for this week. You know, for those who listen to my podcast, I read a book a week, and I share the main points that I've gathered. And this week, I had a lot of things going on. You know, I was moving back to State College. I was saying bye to my family. You know, I didn't start reading a book until later in those and later in the week so I decided to go into Barnes and Noble and I saw this short book from Seth Godin called Dip and you know I picked it up I ended up reading in one sitting at the bookstore so in this podcast I'm going to be talking about the dip and I talk about why people need to learn how to quit and more importantly when to quit You know, I also talk about three different curves that most people are on when they're pursuing a project or a passion of theirs, and I talk about what happens when people decide not to quit. And most importantly, I talk about questions that you need to ask yourself before you quit anything. These questions are incredibly important for us to ask before we decide to stop something. It's incredibly important. So all these questions are answered in this week's favorite book episode. So with that, guys, let's listen in on The Dip by Seth Godin. You we have to ask ourselves this question. How are major companies outbeating all their other competitors? You know, Samsung phones are, are a great example. They're outselling their competitors by nearly 50 million units. In the third quarter of 2015, Samsung sold 102 million phones compared to Apple and other competitors, which were hovering around 25 to 50 million units. And there's an explanation for this, and this is called the Ziff Law, where the top competitor outbeats everyone else by a landslide, where every other competitor hovers around the average. So in this podcast and video, instead of talking about what these number one companies do that makes them stand out, I want to talk about what they do in terms of quitting that makes all the difference for them. And this is where Seth Godin's book, The Dip, talks about this transition period. And we all go through this dip or this curve you know we initially have a starting goal like losing weight or learning how to snowboard and we go through this honeymoon period where everything's exciting and everything's fun but then you hit this stretch where you're putting in the work and there's no reward coming from it and you start to lose that honeymoon feeling and the biggest mistake that people make is not quitting when they should and quitting when they know they should have kept pushing forward In Seth Godin's book, he talks about three different types of curves that we all are on. And the first one is the cliff, where you're going off this abrupt quote-unquote cliff. You know, I've never smoked before, but smoking is a great example of this cliff curve where you're constantly needing more and more cigarettes to get this sense of high until you hit this point where you're about to quote-unquote fall off this cliff. And in this case, you might get some sort of serious disease, right? So in the second example here is the cul-de-sac curve. And, you know, when I was little, I remember I used to play Tomb Raider on my Game Boy. And when I first got the game, I used to play that game in one sitting and play all the levels. But instead of buying another game to keep challenging me as a gamer, I kept playing the same levels over and over again. And what this made me do was it made me very comfortable. It made me have this false sense of confidence. And this is an example of a cul-de-sac curve where you grow stagnant. It's almost like a dead end job type of thing. And you get, you grow comfortable. And the last curve is the dip. And this is where you all want to be. And again, going back to the example of snowboarding, you know, you, when you first start out snowboarding, you have this sense of excitement. You, you know, the excitement of going down a hill fast or doing all these really cool tricks um, but as soon as you get on top of that mountain, you start riding down. You quickly realize how painful the ride down is. You know, you keep falling. Your butt is wet, and the people are watching you constantly fall over and over again. And this is where the dip lies, and this is where you have to make that decision of uh, whether you want to keep going up the mountain again and accept falling a hundred times before getting good, or failing or just quitting and accepting your defeat and move on to something else. See, the dip here is designed to weed out those who are curious versus serious about something, and that's what's really cool about this dip curve. The problem is that most of us are on this cul-de-sac or the cliff curve, you know, and the reason for this is because most people are afraid to quit, and let's face it, because Quitting means that we need to acknowledge that we aren't going to succeed at something or we're not going to be the best. We have this idea in our minds that we're not good enough, so we're going to keep pursuing something that isn't going to give us anything. And so what happens for those people who don't quit or are afraid to quit? What happens is that they settle for average. You know, for an average snowboarder who buys all this expensive gear, instead of going to the slopes every year, they're going once a year on these bunny slopes. Or for the average student who only works through the book problems that are easy instead of working through the difficult ones. Or the average salesman who gives up after three meetings with an initial client where even though statistically you need to be going to these clients five to seven times before you can close any sort of deal. You know, you might be asking yourself now, like, Herschel, like, how should I decide if I should quit or keep persisting? And these are the type of questions I would be asking. And Seth Godin said them perfectly. And the first one is, am I panicking? You know, when you have a massive failure, whether it's getting a test back and you failed it or you're falling on your face while snowboarding, in the moment, you're high on emotions. And those emotions are telling you to quit. So step back for a moment and let those initial emotions kind of drift away before deciding if you want to quit. And the second question is, who am I trying to influence? Are you trying to influence one person or are you trying to influence a large group of people? Because if you're trying to influence one person and you've used the same tactic 12 times and it's not working, I think it's time to quit on that tactic and kind of try a different way. But if you're trying to influence a large group of people, see, like, this is different. Because now every iteration that you put out there um, to influence these group of people, you're constantly improving on your craft and what your tactics. So... I would suggest when you're trying to influence a large group of people to keep persisting, to keep going forward and not quitting. And the last question is, what sort of measurable progress am I having? You know, it's a great mindset to have where you know there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel, which is great. It's great for your mental health. It's great for uh, motivation also. But along the way, when you're in this tunnel where you can't see anything, you need to see progress at least. You know, you need to have checkpoints along the way to see that you're meeting your goals or not. So a good example is if you're going snowboarding, you know, measuring your progress of, okay, I fell down five times and that's two less than the last time I was down the slope, that's progress, You know, in the art of being mindful, sometimes we need to swallow up our pride and ego because it gets in the way a lot of times and take a good look at our hobbies, our activities, the projects that we're working on and switch our questioning from how can I keep going forward to should I quit and try a different way? So there you guys have it. You know, The question that we should ask, should I quit or try a different way is so interesting to me. You know, that question is so helpful in altering our mindset from giving ourselves permission to quit on something that isn't working clearly and giving ourselves another shot in a different way. You know, we're not necessarily quitting on a task itself, we're just simply, you know, deciding to go back to the drawing boards and trying a different way. And even in my personal journey of starting Fit Soul, you know, a podcast, a YouTube channel and a bunch of behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't see, you know, I've become a master at quitting things that aren't working and trying a new way, you know. There's also a really important note to make here. You know, in this book, it talks a lot about quitting something just because it's not going to give you some sort of return, you know, and a lot of times when we're starting something, we might have the intention of, oh, this can make us a lot of money. This can make us famous. We can get really good at something. Um, But we also need to remember that if it's truly your passion, if it's truly something that you know, burns inside your belly of something that you really need to do and you suck at it, I say keep going for it. You know, if it makes you happy, I say you keep going for it. So my hope for you guys is to take this, take a small piece of knowledge from this episode and apply it to your life and even tell your friends about it. You know, I'm absolutely grateful for the past year and what's given me with starting this podcast and even this YouTube channel I have now. And I'm incredible to see how this movement of mindfulness changes the landscape and personal development and help millions of people. And I also want you guys to make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and my YouTube channel because every day I have inspiration and tips of how to live a more focused and mindful life. Until then, stay beautiful.